podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello folks, welcome back to the Chelsea Podcast. I am Chaz and as ever I have with me Mooch. How are you mate? I'm, I'm feeling good. good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Well, yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, I've had a week off. I've had a, I've had a nice holiday, but... Managed to watch the Chelsea while I was away, which and it's been a good week for the Blues, isn't it? Uh, a couple of wins, so nice to come back with uh, a positive spin on things, a, a much more positive spin than we might normally have. Yeah. How are you feeling about it all? Yeah, life is good, man. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you so tra- know, treble back on then. A hundred percent. Yeah, we're going to win it. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's 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 weird how my mood in life is dictated by 11 men on a pitch who I've never met. <laughs> no, 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 it's not because there are, there are millions like us across the country. my yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, um, no, but yeah, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling good as, as I think a lot of the fan base are, as I'm sure some of the players are, as I'm sure the manager is, uh, because it's starting to click two games on, on a uh, two game win streak <laughs> it's, um and no goals and conceded no goals conceded striker scoring um yeah which is great and um you know midfielders that we've paid a lot of money for starting to purr uh we've got we've got uh cucarella sort of yeah. <laughs> like look you the the man you you have a vendetta again and hate and one out <laughs> well um, he's starting to you know hopefully so you know you've got always give credit where it's due and when someone is playing well i think it's important you know or doing at the very least what we would expect of him as a kind of uh you know as, as a as, as a base um then you should say it and i think he's probably even doing a bit more than that and certainly for the couple of games where he has played um he's he's been on it he's been he's far from let us down and we should say that um i should bring into the conversation now once again uh at little or no expense but a uh, very re- well pr- relatively short notice um our my dear friend rob ray is back joining us uh on the pod tonight rob how are you mate i'm good mate i'm good okay not sure why just feeling very good about life <laughs> can't, why. can't put your finger on it nah, yeah it's. I mean, it is remarkable, isn't it? Because I mean, I just think the last couple of days of my holiday would have been absolutely mm. shocking if I'd have seen us, you know, get gubbed by by a last minute goal by Fulham, and we'd have gone down in that one. But um, let, let's let's face it. While we're talking about the game, Robert, I mean, I don't think Fulham really offered very much, did they? They were, uh, uh, you know, Not obviously much. we'll take no. that. But 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 we're uh, they were a bit of a disappointment. Well, they must. Oh, have I mean, been I think when your best player is William. I think you're, um, you know, <laughs> however old he is, 35 year old William. Then, then, then you're in trouble. Um, and I did speak to a Fulham fan a couple of days before the game, and she said, oh, you, "You're going you're to beat us." And I couldn't believe it. But they, she, she, had, she's got their measure. They're they're, they're terrible without um, without Mitrovic. They 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 can't score. They don't they don't play very well. Um, but I mean. <sighs> So what we've we've struggled against teams who don't play very well. You know we struggled against Bournemouth, for example. And I thought, dare I say it, I'm actually watching a performance which thinks, which makes me think, are we actually starting to build, you know, an actual team that can play actual football together? Because that's what it looks like. It it, it suddenly looked as if everything was 
was clicking. I was I was thinking that it was like um it's like when you have, when you have a Meccano set when you're a kid, or you have um uh, what's that game? A mouse trap with the um <laughs> with, 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 all, with all that con- com- complicated thing to catch the mouse. And nothing works for it. You, you've, you've got this. You think the things are in the right place, but nothing's working. And you know the trap doesn't spring, or the, the wheels on your Meccano thing don't go around. And then suddenly you think, oh, hang on a second, I've got something in the wrong place there. And you put it in the right place, and suddenly it all works. You know, the man dives off the the springboard, and the ball rolls down the right place, and the levers all go right, and you catch the mouse. And that's what I thought about it. I, I could actually see, you know, a smoothness about our play. Um, where it was actually working, and I, I mean, two weeks ago I was on the on the podcast, and we I was saying that um, none of the bits of the team looked like they ever played together. They didn't. That, they didn't know each other. Mm. And I'm looking at that performance and thinking, okay, well, you've come a long way in two weeks, to be honest. I mean, Mooch, we'll come back to what I think in a minute because I know it's going to wind you both up. But Mooch, what did you make of it all? Because I, I, I absolutely do see where Rob is coming from certainly understand where, what he was referring to a couple of weeks ago uh, and I do see where it's coming from and I think in the first half hour I, I'd agree with you absolutely and we were moving the ball about well and it was going from front to back and when we broke the sort of the the nascent Fulham attacks down in midfield we were getting the ball forward quickly and in numbers and it, it it did look impressive, and the, I mean the build up for the the first goal in particular was was just a delight. Mm. Uh, would you say the same? Do you think there's been a sort of a noticeable shift? And what would you put it down to? Is it just time? Well, I I, I can I can I can sort of see where you're coming from. I kind of know what you're 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 saying. And if if you if you look at the the other stats in the game. We might not have been quite as dominant as we had been in other other games, but we got the important stats right, which is goals. So yeah. um, Mudrick took the goal really well, looked really lively. Uh, Broja right. had um, a big miss in the early minutes, and I thought, oh god! Uh, mm. But you know, he got that I second goal. That. I think we all thought <laughs> it's, it's the same all over again. Yeah. Uh, we, he got that. He got a lucky goal, but and so that's put all of that to bed and I think now he's he's got he's got a little bit of confidence he did go off injured although I think it was just a knock and I think he's all right um but uh yeah it, it, it wasn't the it wasn't just it wasn't the finished article but what is important is the momentum uh the the players that we we need to start scoring scoring you know our xg was and, and I'm not an xg like a Perver or anything like that, you know what I mean? So like, you know, I, I, uh, was one point seven, and we scored two goals, which is great. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're performing above the XG, whereas before it was just like just missing chance after chance. Um, but I think you know, I think it, it, we've, we've got to look at it positively, and I don't want you to piss on our parade. We've got two wins. <laughs> Let's just fucking go, uh, enjoy it, and and not not uh, not well, be usually, too overcritical. No, no, of course not. But I'm usually the other. You know, a we've got to fill forty five minutes, and b <laughs> and b usually I'm the other way around. Usually I'm the one going. Look, okay, lads, we might have lost by a. a to yeah. a team we hate, but you know. that's astonishing, Charles. Because you know, having seen you at games, you were the most pessimistic person at games. I know, I'm I, absolutely, and you know, well, you and me both, we we both do quite a lot of angry shouting when we're at games. That's but um, but 
uh, I think when you sort of look at games again, when you look at take us as I have done a lot more this this season for the podcast, when you take a second look, you start to go, okay, um, you know, all right, the result hasn't gone our way, but actually, when you look at the game, it wasn't as bad as you know, it wasn't as there was stuff in it which I didn't need to get frustrated about or, you know, or couldn't see from what, if I was watching it from the, the sidelines. All I'm going to say about this one, and I don't want to make it sound like, as I say, all, all the, the important stuff apart from anything else is three points, isn't it? But all I'm going to say about particularly the second half in this game was I didn't think we looked as coherent. I just thought it was, a, it, it, I just thought it got sloppy. There was a lot of giving the ball away. There were still some very good moments. Obviously, Matson could well have scored. Um, but there, we just gave the ball an all, away an awful lot. We let a, what was frankly a f- poor Fulham side come back into it a little bit, sort of in the way that we had done with with Luton a bit in that game, and and that's maybe just because we knew we had the upper hand, so we we sort of let we let ourselves relax a bit. But I, I just think that you know compared to, and this is the stupid thing, compared to a couple of the games where we haven't come away with three points, the actual drive, the actual sort of the actual coherence and the desire to get the ball and and the getting in the good places and the good positions and and having plenty of chances was poorer. But at the end of the day, who cares? I'm going to thoroughly disagree with you, Chaz. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I take your point. Second half, we weren't as good. We weren't as fluid in the second half. Fulham came out. They obviously changed their system slightly. They tried to get after us a bit more. Um, but you'd expect that. They were two down and they were at home, so they had to do it. And yes, we you know we didn't look we looked a little bit more ragged second half. But but quite honest, I'll take one half of good football at the moment because I haven't seen that all season. And I think I, I do think you're 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 being a little harsh because I think oh, I, I think I you are the, right? saying you haven't seen saying you haven't seen a half of good football all season. That's that seems quite okay. harsh to me. Okay, all right. Know, okay, no, that may be harsh. I'll give you I'll give you the Liverpool second half, which was pretty yep. good. Um, the Luton, some of the Luton game, but again, that was Luton. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen us play well. We, I mean, we do things. We get a lot of possession. We do, you know, we 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 keep the ball a lot. You know, we we move it about quite nicely, but not with any sort of real sort of attacking coherence and 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 what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Goals. <laughs> <laughs> Goals. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Um, so I thought the, the one thing was interesting, and we'll get onto this, I'm sure. But I, I mean, if, if we were going to give a, uh, a man of the match, I would have given a man of the match the entire midfield because I thought for once, for once, the midfield actually knew, looked as if it knew what it was doing. Mm. I thought Kaisindo had his best game for us by a distance. I thought Gallagher looked, uh, sorry, Gallagher. I thought Enzo looked much happier. Sort of, um, sort of further back and, and and directing play there, and I thought Gallagher was absolutely superb. And the three of them together actually looked like a unit. And I don't yep. think our midfields look like a unit once this season. Well, I'm not sure I entirely agree with you, but I would say we we I think we all said, didn't we, after the Bournemouth game, that actually there was a lot of time where there seemed to be an awful lot of distance between mm. the back four and Connor. Yeah. And and the rest of the midfield, obviously, Caicedo didn't play in that game, but I mean, there was, it, yeah, it's um, Enzo still I, needs to get his scoring shooting boots on. Boots on yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. true. This is true. But I mean, he, he he was very very good. I mean, yeah, no, I no, think no. we we don't even notice the pl- part he played in the in the first goal because he was so far back. But he was the one that spread out to Col- Colwell in the first place. 
Was he? I thought I that think. was. I thought I it was Casido because I, I was going to say. It might have been because <laughs> I was because I was actually going to say that Casido looked. Uh, and you know, just to go back on a point that you made there, I thought Casido looked really. I thought he looked. Um, it looked very like much on it. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, his use of the. I mean, a he was breaking up attacks very comfortably but also his use of his distribution seemed really good as well and um you know that was something he'd seemed a little bit nervy about before this game mm. i mean mooch what was do you think one of the things i did want to bring up also was the fact that you know i don't know connor was my man of the match who was yours if it wasn't him mooch but but regardless of that yeah, i think it's, th- it's, isn't uh, it does it is it crazy that we were ever considering selling him really um in hindsight yeah <laughs> but yeah but but you know it's it's it I, I don't think any one of us wanted him gone you know we were just when you've when you've got players like enzo uh like uh uh Caicedo, uh lavia we're paying big big money for you just kind of make the assumption and you know he's been off on loan, and he's not. He's been a bit part player. You didn't. We didn't know that. You know he's he's fallen in love with. Potch has fallen in love with him, and and, and sort of seen him as the captain. He's the captain. <laughs> like he was. He was wearing the captain's armband. Um, I think. I think we've got to also mentioned Cole Palmer, who was good. I I see you biting your your finger here. I Chaz. know what Chaz thinks about Cole. I saw the message. Listen. I, I like Cole Palmer. I just thought that after the goals, and admittedly after the goals, you know, again, after the goals, really, who cares? I just thought, I just thought he was a bit off. I, I, I happened to say on our WhatsApp group that I thought he was a bit off it and I got absolutely <laughs> slaughtered for it. I thought he I got, think, I mean, I, I, I think, I think which is right. I think his tactical play was really, really good. It's not so, he wasn't so much um, sort of beating players and so on and, and n- knocking beautiful passes, which we know he can do, but I thought his tactical play was sensational. So there was the one move which led to the second goal where instead of sort of just charging down the player, he moved to the, he moved to the right of the player and forced him to pass it inside and then, and then cut it out. It was, it was a really clever bit of play. And there was another time when he gave the ball away. Um, second half, he was uh, halfway down our half. There was nobody further forward. We were under pressure and he just, um, Smashed it sort of for 30 yards into touch. Yeah, yeah, the, the rugby and, you know, it's like uh, a possession. rugby pass. But it worked because it pushed Fulham all the way back. And then they had to build up attacks from, from back there. And I think he's, I think he's cleverer than maybe we've, we've, um, I, we, we've allowed. Well, he's got to be clever than he looks. The Phil Foden school of yeah. Gormless, but yeah. um, look, I mean, he, look, I, I'm not knocking him as, I'm not knocking him generally because I think he's a, I think he's a really good young talent who could be great. And, you know, we know he's got stuff in his locker. Uh, we've seen it. Um, I just thought he had a slight, I thought he had a, a, a poor, I thought he had a, I just thought he was, he was less involved. And when he was involved, he did seem to give the ball away quite a lot in the second half. But as I say, well, I think, that was I think partly because, just, I was, go on, mate. Well, I was going to say, I, I think we've also got to realise that, you know, we, we got two early goals. We were we were the stronger side of the first half. In the second half, um, we had players go off. We've already got twelve players injured, two players suspended, and then you know the the 
you know, in, in the second half, we, we lost the players who were looking most dangerous. Uh, and, and they came off the pitch, and, and so it's it's a, it's again a, a whole new side, um, and and of course we're going to sort of not look as strong. Sterling didn't look amazing, you know, playing as a striker, um, but you know at least he, he, him and Connor were were pressing well. Um, so I, I, you know I don't I don't want to be too harsh on it, given all the factors. Um, with you know fifteen players missing. <laughs> no, and I mean to be fair, you know. You know, going back to me saying that I thought the second half was one of our weaker performances, you know, one, it was one of our weaker 45 minutes of the season, uh, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you know, there were a lot of mitigating circumstances to that as well, which are, not least, that we were 2-0 up. We'd made, uh, I think, something like five changes before the game from the last Premier League game. Um then one of our goal scorers, Mudrik, who'd been playing pretty well, had to come off. Um, Caicedo obviously had to come off a bit later on as well. So, I mean, there, there are plenty of, again, there are plenty of reasons for it. And I'm not, I'm just trying to sort of do the balanced view. We were talking about man of the matches um, mm. and um, you mentioned Gallagher. And I, I think I probably would agree with that. But can I give two shout outs to two other players who I think sort of deserve a mention and probably, you know, deserve to be right up there. One is Mudrik, we just mentioned. I thought he had a sensational half. Um, obviously took the goal absolutely beautifully, that lovely sort of chest bound, taking the player out, absolutely fantastic. But he was good as well. He was getting to the byline, he was getting crosses in. That was fantastic. But the one thing that stood out for me was he made a challenge. He, he, he came back and sort of uh, did, did a tackle at, at left back. Yeah. Where I think, I think he, he might have given the ball away. And then, but he came back and threw himself into Busted two tackles. Busted a gut to get, get back, yeah. And, yeah. And I thought, this is, this is a boy who really, really wants to play and he really wants to play well. So I was impressed by him. But the other one I thought was good was um, Colwell, who for once, the first time I really thought, okay, actually I can see why they're playing him at left back because he's got everything there. He's got he's got he's got the pace. He goes forward beautifully. His distribution is unbelievable. I mean, the cross for the first goal was was unreal. And I thought it was weird that Fulham kept on sort of trying to test, go down our left, down their right. Obviously, they thought, well, Colwell's been played out of position. Maybe he's weak on that side. They didn't get a sniff out of him. I didn't think. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, well, I don't think the defence was tested too much till potentially the last sort of throws of the game when we, as you say, you know, we kind of let them back into it, I suppose. But, um, but I think he's, I, I, I think he's, he's going to, well, he's going to be there for a while because obviously Chilwell is now out for two months. Um, uh, but I'm not worried about that. You know, we've got, We've got players who can play there. You know, Cucurella can play there, even though he's probably going to be playing at... Um... Right <laughs> the, I was going to yeah, say, right. I love this new right back we bought. I think yeah. he's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do we get him from? Because he's... Um, <laughs> yeah, he's been a revelation, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I mean, Chaz knows how, how my feelings on Cucurella sort of chime in with his. I've been very, very hard on him, and, and rightly so, because he was, he's was been rubbish since he joined. But the last two games, he's been he's he's been there, and he was he was he was perfect against uh, Fulham. I don't think he made a mistake. Yeah, credit where it's due. You have to, um, you know, he's as I was saying earlier on. He, I think he does at least everything you'd expect him to, and I think it's fair to say he's probably done a little bit more as well. So, uh, which is how it should be. But you know, given how much stick he's had, and um, you know, uh, and that's gone back for probably over a. A good half a season now then uh, fair play to the lad he's battled hard kept his head down he's come back in and he's doing a job for us and long may that continue 
Um, just talking about the injuries, we've 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 touched on those. I mean, there's some good news at least, uh, according to some reports today, and from what um, Poch has said, it does look like uh, Carney Chukwemeka, Noni Madueke, and possibly even Badia Shiel could be back in the squad, if nothing else, for um, uh, for Burnley. And it does look like, and I haven't heard anything new. You two might have might have heard more than this, but. It does look like Mudrick and Caicedo are both going to be fit for that game. But yeah, Chile being out for until mid-December. I mean, again, you have to worry about this. The fact that maybe it's maybe it's less important now, but, you know, we, we started having big dips in our form <clears throat> over the last two seasons when we lost both our wing-backs. Yeah. And here they are both out again. I suspect that we're less reliant on wing-backs, or at least less reliant on Chilwell and James being our wing-backs than we may have been in uh, last season or the season before. So that gives me some hope. I mean, I did worry at the end of the game, you know, Enzo was limping off, Casido had gone off, looked badly hurt, you know, sort of Mudrick was off, Broja didn't didn't look too happy either. And... um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, that looks like all four of them are, are, are going to be in the next uh, um, next week. But it, 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 what can you? It I mean, you, not, uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't know what. The, I mean, you can you can slag off our training facilities or our medical team, but these are these are injuries we're getting during matches. These are you know from 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 fouls and tackles, and it's just it's, it's just bad luck. We're obviously you know maybe we are cursed. Who knows? But it is worrying. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing I, I'd the only thing I'd say is that I think we are starting with, notwithstanding the people who went off in this game, because I say it does look like none of them are too badly hurt uh, and should all be back in the certainly be back in the squad this weekend. Um, it does seem to be like it does seem like we are turning a corner and people are coming back. I mean, Reese apparently is going to be in consideration for the Arsenal game, for example. So well, he's, he's been we, suspended, hasn't he? <laughs> has he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, think, I, I, I really, yes, he's been suspended no, I, for I one think, game. Yeah, by swearing the referees in the Villa game. Oh, so Christ. what we need to do is we need to sort of declare him fit a game earlier than he actually is. I think it'll be he's he's suspended as, for for the game this weekend. Uh, so it doesn't really matter, but it was. Uh, yeah, he's I was back just... in training for Christ's yeah. sake. What, what more do they want? <laughs> um, let's have a. Also, let's have. I mean, I just. I do feel like every time anybody goes down, and we have said this before on this pod, but, mm. you know, okay, we coped this week without um, Jackson, not least because. Um, uh, Broja was just about back from fitness, but only just about back from fitness uh, from being out from injury. Um, every time anybody goes down, I do you know a chill hand grasps me by the bowels. Mm. Well, I, I mean, mean, look, it, 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 it's it's it's. It, it, well, I wouldn't worry about. It. There's not much we can do. <laughs> okay, no, like, I'm well, not going to start you, warming up anytime soon. Exactly, but, I keep telling you, we're taking our boots next time we go. Uh, but no, I think I think we we, it, we we the 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 subs bench has looked light in the last few games uh, with some players who uh, you know were born last week. It seems <laughs> there was a player who came on who I was genuinely never heard of before. Yeah, yeah, uh, it came off at the last minute. Was it was it Matos? 
I, I yeah. actually don't know who he is or where he's from or who, where he's played for or what position. And normally, at least on these, I know something. You know, I've read something about sort of somebody in the youth team. But this, this is this is a new one on me. Who is he? A youth team product, as far as I know. Um, I mean, I'm hoping that Ronnie Stutter gets a few more. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, gets a Just few more games on the bench. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fancy having Ronnie Stutter sticking away but, for you. But we've got to look at this. You know, we've got a whole first team to come back. Mm. Really? Do you know what I mean? We've got first team right back, first team left back, um, two first team like, centre halves to come yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> we've got um, a £50 million uh, defensive midfielder. Uh, we've got. Uh, he's not going to get a game at the moment. He may no. not. Um, we've got. Um, uh, this uh, our, st- our star forward and Kunku, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and you know, and, and then some wingers as well. So it's yeah. There's there's lots to be positive about as long as we stay uh, injury free. So the star forwards, do we? Th- I mean, uh, it, do, first of all, clear up for me: is it Broja or Broja? Broja. It's, it's Broja. I think I, I say Broja. Because it's like ambrosia cream, <laughs> but, but we I think it's have a podcast ruling on this. I think Chaz? it's a very good question. I uh, I think it's I think it's broja, uh, but I could I could stand I'm to be corrected to on that. I'm going yeah. for broja. I like broja so, as well. Broja. Mm. I've always had my. I mean, I've always liked him, but I've always had this problem that he's not. He, you know, he's 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 he'd scored one goal before before Monday for us. And six goals for Southampton or whatever it was. I mean, he's, he he didn't seem to me to be the prolific goal scoring machine that we're looking for. But I was watching him, and you know, sort of. And he obviously scored the goal. It might have been a bit lucky, but he was in the right place, and he, he looks good around the penalty area. But what I really like about him, and I know it's a bit so sort of superficial, but he really looks like a centre forward. You yeah, know, he's, he's got that build about him, that confidence about him. He's yeah. strong, you know, he's, he, he, he he carries himself like a centre forward. And if he starts scoring goals as well, I think maybe. Maybe have we have we I mean maybe solved the striker problem? I mean I meant it's obviously too too early to say, but it does look good. I mean, go on, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I just think I I because I don't think Unkunku is that striker. I don't think Jackson is 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 that striker yet. You know, he's 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 been playing. Last season, uh, out wide, uh, and it's oh, kind I agree, of a bit. But what about Rosa? Well, yeah, that, but we're going to need to have more than one striker. Well, yeah. you know, if I mean, we're going to be playing, you know, if if we're going to be where we feel we should be, you know, we should be playing two, three games uh, 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 a week, or two games, three games a week, in, in, in during peak, peak peak parts of the season. You know, uh, European football. Um, we can't have someone who's who's just the linchpin who it, it, it potentially could be quite injured injury prone as well because we're kind of destitute without that sort of focal point um well, i mean i think we need to see what happens as well don't we i mean he, he's he's come back it's his first it was his first complete 90 minutes in the first team i think he didn't even complete like, 90 minutes no. no he didn't do 90 minutes but it was his first start <laughs> yeah and he would have played all the way through presumably if he hadn't got his knock i mean I think he did really. I think he did do really well, and I think particularly in the second half, he, there, there was a really. He had some really nice moments in the build-up to. I think it was in the build-up to Matson hitting the post. He he sort of was really. He picked his moment beautifully to release a ball out to whoever put the cross in that Matson got on the end of, and um, 
I, yeah, he's he's. I think he's he's deceptive. I think he's got a bit more going from than perhaps I'd allowed oh, for. Superb on the ball, which you yeah. wouldn't, is not necessarily what you'd expect. But yeah. what really sort of got me was that he looked like a handful. He looked yeah. like the centre forwards, the centre backs were scared of him. I, I think you're probably that's what I want to see in a striker. I think you're probably right, and I think I think um, I could see where you're both coming from because. If he continues like that, and if he whether or not he'll get the chance to, I don't know because uh, Jackson could come straight back into the team, and he not play alongside him. So, uh, but if he continues to develop and continues to show that sort of ability and that sort of form and that sort of style of play, then maybe he will have a lot more chances. M- my thing is, regardless of whether or not Nkunku comes back in and starts banging him in left, right, and centre. I still think we're going to go out and buy another centre forward in the new year, come what may. I mean, apparently Victor Osimhen's been spoken of or spoken to, and that's you know. So there's there's that, and then obviously uh, the Ivan, the no, Ivan Tony got, thing. He's got beef with Napoli, hasn't he? Because they um they yeah. took the mick out of him on 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 Instagram or something. Yeah, it just sounded completely odd, and then they sort of did a non-apology apology about it, and uh, you know he's still banging them in for him though, so um. You know, he's clearly, he doesn't let any of that sort of thing get in the way of his scoring. But, um, yeah, it sounds like he might be in the in the market for a move uh, come the new year. And, of course, we've, we've uh, when you were last on, Rob, we were talking about Ivan Tony, And that's a rumour that won't die at the moment. That's uh, a lot of, a lot of noise is being made about that as a possibility. Although, of course, we're not the only team who are interested in him. Yeah, Arsenal, apparently, as well. But, mm. um, yeah, I could, I could, I could happily sort of see either of those play for us. I mean, my worry about sort of players that do well in Serie A is, you know, so, oh my God, Lukaku. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah, gone over there and he's banging him in now. But... Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. Scored again the other night. Um, yeah, I, so I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I was, I was, um, I was energised by Broja's uh, performance. I thought, I, I thought that's what I was looking for. So, and I, I agree. I, 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 I was, I was, I was really buoyed by it, but I also think that it's uh, dangerous to to pin all of our hopes and our yeah. goal scoring uh, that pressure on oh, still God, a young player who's 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 started one game for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and you should always, always, always have more than one central striker anyway, because if they hit hit a bad patch of form or if they're injured you're you're screwed and we know this because we've happened to us over the last 10 years so another player moving away from the strikers another player who um i think also deserves a little bit of love and we have given him some over the last couple of weeks on here is uh robert sanchez although <laughs> there were some uh, interesting uh elements to his play this this week it's a mixed bag it's a mixed bag i i have to say i'm a huge fan of his uh, sort of performing seal diving um, there was one dive. He dived full length all the way across the goal for a ball that was going past the post. Oh yeah, which was impressive. And then he did another one where he sort of dived forward to collect a ball that was 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 was, was, was coming straight to yeah. him anyway. It was off uh, Jimenez, which is rather nice. And I've always liked that. I've always liked that the goalkeepers putting on a bit of a show. So that's all yeah. right. I'm still a little bit worried about the um, the, the passes in the penalty area. Oh, there was God, one yeah. which went straight to a Fulham player, which thankfully they screwed up. But there's too many of those. And, of course, he did that twice against Brighton, didn't he? And, um, you know, really la- almost landed us in the clarts. I mean, when it comes to his actual keeping, um, 
last few games he's done very little to you know that you could criticize him for there's i mean it was there was some some stray passes in the brighton game um yeah. but like you know yeah it's it's it is Put it this way, I don't think Kepa's coming back. Uh, after, yeah. after, after, we've got another bloody um, Courtois fucking... Um, what's his name? Um, Thibaut Courtois. Courtois Kepa, one of the best five goalkeepers in the world. Yeah. I wonder where he considers himself in that. A little bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, he's, he's, he's been um, mouthing off, hasn't he? Uh, and then he's had an absolute shocker against Napoli, uh, and uh, and yeah, I, 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 we we talked about this earlier in the season where I, I still don't feel right about him after the this the shit with Sari, but I'm not bothered about that. I was I was on his side. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Team Kepper on that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, no, me too. No, it left a bit of a sour sour sort of taste in my mouth that was I'm still there. But um, he's also just not tall enough, and I don't think you know. I I just don't like. I quite like how Sanchez just seems to pluck everything coming from the from the wings, and I think that's just just. It gives the whole defence just an air of of calm that we need, and it's not like it's not. It doesn't give you that last minute. They're just pinging him. We're to right. We've got a, a lump there with with arms that Stretch Armstrong uh, would be proud of. So, I, I mean, I, I quite, and also he assaults people. Do you know what I mean? Which is which is what I want from a goalkeeper. I mean, you know, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, you know, he he's got everything that Kepa has in terms of shot stopping um, and sort of like positional awareness and he's bloody good in the air I mean he he's, seems he's much better in the air and that's yeah. the, it's the first time since Czech left we've actually had a goalkeeper who goes yeah. across and yeah uh, and I think uh, yeah um, no yeah I mean and obviously Kepa was was a, was a Dracula wasn't he um, keeps away from crosses but uh, he, he's um, he just he seems to have really settled himself in and obviously that you know, it was partly um, the the sort of inability of the Fulham player to get on the end of it. But when there was that one chance that went through to, can't remember who the Fulham player was right at the end, and you know he should have really just stuck stuck it away. He he was he he made himself big. He got in the way. I thought it was great. So I yeah. thought there um, there was a bit of commentary saying sort of it was a bit lucky, but it wasn't. He you know he actually stick he sticks his leg out left because yeah. he knows he made himself big. Mm. Yes, he did everything right. Everything right. Yeah. So um, that's that's another plus. So it's basically everything's rosy, lads, and um, <laughs> Arsenal and Arsenal and Brentford and Man City are going to be put to the sword. So let's talk about these. Um, let's talk about these forthcoming games. Now we've got. To, we'll do a little preview on Burnley um, in in our in a in a separate segment, as we always do. But that game aside, um, I'm obviously we've got that, and then hopefully we're going to come back from the small international break without any international breaks. Um, uh, and then of course we have, we have Arsenal, Brentford, Tottenham and Man City as our next four games. So. And Blackburn as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry. We've got to put the, yeah, we've got to put the uh, Carabao cup in there as well. Um, I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling slightly more confident than I was about those games, but um I think that what I'm, my feeling is is that 
because we've been forced to make so many changes, um, does that mean that we now stay, particularly if the same team does relatively well against Burnley, you know, hope come, you know, hopefully comes away with a win, do we then look at sort of keeping that team in place or do we immediately bring back um, the returning players? Um, what's your view? Oh, see, I, mm, sorry, Mishka. Well, I mean, it's... Uh, Rhys James is coming back into the team if he's fit. That's that's a given. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's our captain. Uh, he gives us so much more than, than Gusto uh, going forward. Um, and uh, it, I think that's a no-brainer. Um, and the others, I mean, Chile's not going to be back, so I think it's going to be uh, Levi at left-back uh, as long as he comes back from the international break <laughs> without uh, an injury. Um, and then maybe maybe we will start seeing a different centre-back pairing. Maybe we will see someone... Uh, coming in and, and giving uh, a little bit of a respite to Tiago, who is our age. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not as old as us, mate, but yeah, all right. Of the players coming back, I mean, the ones that might sort of think they had a right, well, had a chance of getting back in the team, Chuck will make her, but I, something's got to, I mean, he's got to find a place to play, and there, there isn't one at the minute for him. Um Jackson, well, if 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 Broly is doing it, and um, or, uh, then I, I'm not sure he necessarily goes straight back in. And then there's um, um, Badashwaley. Badashwaley. Badashield. At the moment, that's the one. Now, at the moment, Disaster's playing all right, so I don't see how he gets back in the side. So I think if if we if we do, you know, get another win against Burnley, and we really should, then that's the team. That's the team for Arsenal. Is that Arsenal's the next one, isn't it? So um, I don't see any point in changing things if we're, if we're winning because it just means that we're actually beginning to gel and beginning to understand each other. Look, I think um, I think Nicholas Jackson will come back in. I mean, I, I just only because you know he got himself he got himself that little boost to the goal against Brighton <coughs> and had a, and had a reasonable game again. Um, and I think he. I think they'll bring him back in, not least, as I say, because if, if Broja wasn't so only so recently back from injury and hadn't got another little knock. And I'm a major done. injury as well. And probably yeah, not probably not ready for 90 no. minutes. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be playing 90 minutes, even if he didn't get that knock. I yeah, think yeah. he probably would have been off at 70, 80 minutes. Um, I think... I think he'll come back in. I think there's no question about that. But, there's, but you're, you're, you know, you're right about... Um, um, the centre backs, you think it's going to be, it is going to be a question of giving Thiago Silva a, a a a bit of a rest, you know, a game or two off, and then seeing if it, you know, if if whoever they bring back in is is absolutely rock solid. If Badia Shill, you know, shows the sort of quality he showed at times um, uh, when he first joined us, then there's no reason why he couldn't, you know, it could be more that that Thiago just comes in for occasional games. But you're right. I mean, I don't. The midfield, if we're going to play four three three, I can't. At the moment, I can't see anyone displacing our current three, um, Caicedo, because uh, you know he's a he's really the, the the only player who's a fully defensive midfielder. Um, Gallagher, Gallagher, because his form has been so good, and Enzo because. He's obviously a fantastic footballer and, you know, was also our most expensive 
purchase when we bought him. So it seems on it's those positions, it's those people fighting for the midfield positions like Carney, like Ogachukwu. Um, who looked find, good when he came on, yeah. actually. I mean, Ogachukwu, yeah. I mean, Ogachukwu's. Uh, it worries me where he sits in the hierarchy once mm. Lavia comes back. Yeah, but at the moment, if he comes on as a sort of, you know to replace Caicedo, then then obviously that works. I mean, I can see him going out on loan eventually when we have a sort of a, a full, you know, a full uh, roster of fit players to pick from. Um, and at the moment, I think being nineteen, he's he's probably one who they would who you'd expect to have to suck up being on the bench a bit more and we'll probably be okay with that. But you say that, Lavia is also 19. Yeah, that's true. This is a mad thing. Like, it's like, we've got, it's it's insane how young this team is. Um, So, you know, it's, I, I, I thought it was quite telling that Poch trusted Richukwu in the, in the, the last um, throws of the game to sort of come on you know, and just just uh, shore up the the the, the midfield, um, and and you know we we when we heard we signed him. It was just a secret signing that just came out of nowhere. We were like, well, he's probably going to be playing uh, in the French league, up. but no, we were all wrong. Uh, well, I was, um, and you know maybe maybe this is uh, you know a, a Conor Gallagher situation where he'll start getting into the team a little bit, a bit more. He will. He is an option um, in, in, in that midfield, especially if we play a double pivot and we start changing the formation a little bit and, and experimenting a bit more um, <coughs> as the season progresses. I mean, he could definitely still, you know, I can see him being a, a 70 minute substitute a lot of the time. And if he's happy with that and there's no reason he shouldn't be, then he, he, he I'm sure he will get used. And, also, he's very good injury cover for uh, any number of those positions in midfield. I really liked Carney. I thought what well, Carney he played really, really well. I thought when um, he, I thought he started yeah. the season brilliantly, mm. and it's a shame I, I can't see him breaking straight back into the side. Mm. But I hope he gets an opportunity because um, I really think he brought, you know, a lot of sort of really good forward thrust into that midfield mm. threesome. And I'd like to see him get his chance. So uh, I hope it's, he... it's possible that he and he, he comes in as a sort of you know sort of 60th minute replacement or 70th minute replacement for Gallagher. Who, let's face it, is running his running his socks off. So at yeah, some sure. point he's going to run out of steam. Yeah. Um, or even Enzo. Or you know, he they comes in sort of... when there's an injury. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know, but I don't think he's going to. I don't think it's going to be straight back in the side. No, and I, I I think you know as we as you know that midfield three is looking. You know, unless we're trying to do something very different tactically against a particular team, I can't see that midfield three being uh, disrupted uh, without there being an injury or or or, or, or you know something similar. Suspension, um, something, yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never get injuries, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> or suspensions. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so I think that we're all feeling. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about Burnley a bit later on but we're all feeling fair uh, a little bit more like we might actually particularly after Arsenal got beat by a not particularly outstanding long side um that we might have a might be able to give Arsenal a bit of a game on on the 21st of October nah. <laughs> <laughs> well Saka's injured as well gonna lose, let's face it I yeah. don't know I don't know I don't know I think well, it's um, the sort of game go on yeah, I was going to say. I just think would you, we've not been playing badly. 
We've not been playing badly. We've kind of hit a little bit of a, a, a streak. Um, you know, if when when we were sort of uh, you know five five points in six games or whatever it was, um, I was I was just I was looking at everything just to sort of cheer me up and all the stats and everything. The three teams that are doing the biz are our City and, and Arsenal. So I think you know if if we if we turn up on the day and we, we have a little bit of luck, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, it, uh, and also when, <laughs> when teams play against us in that, and they come and play against us, that's when we are I able agree. to sort of, uh, flex our muscles. I, I, I'm, I'm going with my son. It's his first, he, he arrives that day from America in the morning. We're going in the, um, in the evening. It's nailed on. We're going to lose. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how well we play. It's a habits hat trick, and we're going to get top five now. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I, I don't. I, I think. Uh, I think. Um, I think. Did I get a prediction right? Did I say two nil against? I think Fulham? you did. Yeah. Because I said one nil. So yeah. Bad. I think you got it right. Yes. Yeah, Magic so. mooch. Mystic mooch. <laughs> I think we. I think you know. Obviously, we're, we're jumping the gun here a bit because we do have we do have this Burnley game, which we're going to talk about in a set, in, in the in the preview, and uh, and we have the international break. But I think we can go in. I think Arsenal could be without Saka, and um, I, I just you know they've been slightly less impressive than they were at the beginning of the season, and I do think there is something in that. We've said this before. There's something in the teams that actually come and try and play at us a bit. I'm not saying that mean that makes them more beatable, but it does mean that we can get in behind them a bit more. Um, so you never know that we might have some. Uh, there might. I just. I think there's grounds to be slightly more optimistic than there was, particularly given that we do seem to be have a few having those few players coming back into the side, which is going to be a boon. I'm looking forward to the Blackburn game because I've got the. I, I think we're set for Carabao Cup glory this year. Come on, three, three home draws in a row. How, when did that last happen for us? Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's happening. Let's go back just very briefly to our Carabao Cup win over Brighton. Uh, I've noticed this week, and this is my usual little rant, ranty, pissed off bit about stuff being posted on social media. Somebody, some Brighton fan posted something about uh, there was some Brighton group, and I don't know how it ended up on my timeline, but about how um, uh, you know there was uh, they'd mocked up a a one nil bus with Chelsea, uh, in like a, a parade bus with us saying that we'd won win nil against Brighton, and then someone else posting about oh how it's it, you know regardless of losing the game, it was nice to see one of the little clubs come and uh, get a result against the top six, and I thought. This is Brighton. This is Brighton. I mean, if it was it Liverpool, so little, doesn't it? It's so little for them to be Billy Boo Boos, and it's I like know. you know, it's like you know, what the fuck have Brighton done? Absolutely yeah. sweet FA. I yeah. said, lads, you know, I understand what you're saying. I get the point you make, and of course, every fo- every football team takes the piss out of other football teams. Yeah. But lads, leave off. <laughs> so we, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact they'd given it such the biggin. Over uh, yeah. recently, you know, and probably understandably, given Potter and Cucurella and goodness knows what else, um, I, I don't think they'd be on our radar at all, would they, Brighton? Not at all. But it was it was the stick they gave us during the game as well, and sort of the fact they were booing all the sort of the ex Brighton players and stuff. Yeah. And it, it it's it's been it's been that way all season. And you think what what 
what has given you the right to do that? You have you've had one good season, yeah. one good season where you managed to beat us twice. You know, you you're, you're not Billy Big Boots yet. You really aren't, and you 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 can't be sort of mocking mocking clubs as being smaller than you for celebrating one of your victories when when you are literally still. Sorry, they've, but lower, they've, lower league, you are. They've done, they've done sweet FA. And as I say, you can accept that sort of, I mean, it was still cobblers anyway. For, you know, it wasn't like we were celebrating that win like it was some sort of, you know, like it, like it was an actual cup win. We've had actual cup wins, so, you know, we know what they feel like. Um, but you could accept it off the likes of Tottenham or, if, yeah. if, or someone like that who's, you know, who, who've been there or thereabouts at least over the mm. last couple of years. But Brighton, Jesus. Anyway, anyway, I know well, it's the fact that they got tonked six. Was it six nil? Yeah, uh, the next that, game. Yeah, no, no one likes to see that happening, do they? Um, <laughs> and obviously, that's not you know. I look. I'm a, I'm aware that it's a funny old game football, isn't it? You got to put up. With, you got to put up with that sort of crap. But you know, come on, lads. Not from Brighton. Not from Brighton. <laughs> um, right, lads. I think um, I think that's probably a good place to round things up. It's been good chatting to you both. We'll see you next time. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.